Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. What's up, friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepherd. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped for Cats. Yes, Manscaped makes a product now that is proficient in shaving the testicles and balls of cats. And Brodus Maximus Shepper the 16th is very, very happy right now. He's very pleased and he's very thankful that our sponsor has sent us a free sampling of their yet to be released product. So shout out to today's sponsor of the Daily Scott Shepherd. Now today I'm going to be continuing the discussion which is most important for humanity and actually kind of quite literally it is. And that is to develop one's brain so that we do not end up with a future wherein idiocracy is not a ironical, funny, pun-based movie, but, well, if things go as they continue to go, well, idiocracy might as well be known as a very futuristic documentary look into the future. But I'm going to prevent that with your help. Hey, and one second, uh, Brodus Maximus is freaking clawing at the door right now, and he has separation anxiety, which is understandable, um, <laughs> especially <laughs> especially after I have just um, spent an evening, um, you know, shearing his underside area and he has a nice set of shorn testicles right now yes i don't know the word shorn is just very funny it means to like you know when you you shorn a a sheep or something i'm actually gonna look it up all right hold on i've i've got to get these guys yeah yeah cut the wool off is what shorn (laughs) shorn and shear means so there's your word of the day um i'm gonna go open the door right now and enable my son brodus and his uh, shorn testicles. One second. I'm going to be back here in a second. Damn it, Brodus. Every single time you have to do this, right when I start my professional show. And what? Are you the instigator, Fiona? Freaking A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. Yeah, yeah. Saunter on in here with your shorn testicles, Brodus. Freaking psycho. Freaking A. Okay. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as, as I was saying, I'm on a mission to help and save the world 
from falling into their current trap of not being able to think clearly. And who better than me to actually help prevent a future where an idiocracy is a documentary? Exactly. So without further ado, we're going to continue to jump into and discuss the Antinet and Nicholas Lumen's system for developing and enhancing and, well, creating a system. Sorry, I'm trying to, like, if you could see me, maybe I should do a video one of these days. But as I'm speaking, I have my notes in front of me. And these are notes that were written and created, I don't know, probably several weeks ago, if not a month ago. And they're pulled straight from Stewie, my anti-net. Now, I have my notes in my one hand, and in my right hand, I'm like kind of trying to block Brodus from stepping on the keyboard and mouse pad. So, uh, just if if you hear anything weird, or you know, if I seem to take longer when I enunciate or speak, or even introduce you the most brilliant new vocabulary term of the day, like words like sheer and shorn. Well, please bear with me. So what we're going to do is talk about the anti-net in Zettelkosten. And you see, it, it seems to make sense why Nicholas Lumen, when he was trying to describe the system, he referred to the structure of his anti-net as cybernetic. And the field of cybernetic and the subfield, uh, it, it centers on the, essentially the application of communication and control. And it is modeled and analyzed in both machines and living organisms, meaning communication and control when you look at cybernetic systems, the entire field is not just based on, well, how do like human beings communicate and how do they control the environment? It, it's based around both humans, like living organisms, and machines. It's a field of study. It's really fascinating. And it's closely related to, you know, the cybernetic field, right, which is what Lumen referred to his anti-net as, right? This field is also closely related to something in machine learning, which is called Q-learning. And Q-learning is comprised of three concepts, okay? And you can do an insane amount of sophisticated functionality and really just things both in machine learning and really in life based on these three components. And these three components are this. The first one is state, like the state of your current system or your current self. Like just think the state of yourself, like where you are, your X, Y, Z, T coordinate, 
right? Your latitude, longitude, where you are at this point in time and where you are right now, okay? There's a certain state where you are right now, a state of environment, okay? The second thing, so the first one is state. The second thing is action, okay? Given your current state and your current environment, you take an action, okay? So that's the second component of Q learning. And then the third component is feedback. It is the actual result of both your state, like where you were, right? And the action. And then there is feedback, right? Like the output, output essentially, the reward of the reward or punishment, essentially, of your action given the state that you are in, okay? And by combining those three components, state, action, and feedback, you can train algorithms and machines to essentially learn from a ton of tests. And I've seen it, you could probably uh, YouTube a, a video on this I don't know if you remember that game called Flappy Birds, but there was a game called Flappy Birds that was just insanely addicting in the on iPhone uh, s- several years back. And someone figured out how to hack the game because they set it up and hooked it up to a Q learning machine learning algorithm that was based on state action and reward. Like what state was the bird in when you took a certain action and what reward did it get? Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this central component, this central, well, piece is something that is intrinsically built into Nicholas Lewin's Antinet. And it is built in in a specific way. But I'm not going to reveal what that is until tomorrow. Because I haven't teased you lately enough. And, well, <laughs> with Brodus's shorn, <laughs> with Brodus's shorn testicles just displayed and out here on my desk, I'm petting him right now. Not, not, you know, not the shorn part, but I'm just petting Brodus right now. But, uh, it really got me in the spirit and the mood of, well, teasing you and living you off today with a cliffhanger. Oh, and by the way, I apologize. I started today's episode, you know, as usual, I usually announce my time, but I started at 10 32 PM on a Sunday from well, what is it? Saturday from Little Italy, San Diego, California. And, uh, you know, I very much apologize for not announcing it and not announcing that today's episode is number 228. Maybe I did uh, very early on in the show, like I always do. I'm sorry. I'm essentially just going to blame my, uh, my, my sponsor, Manscaped, for... Uh, for shaving cat's balls. And 
anyway, on that note, I'm going to head off, but of course, not first without leaving you with the gem of all gems. And that is, I want you to imagine yourself on a hot summer day in an island bar in the Dominican Republic somewhere with a very rough crowd and a rough crowd of locals. That's just I and you and like, who is this person? Who's this guy? Who's this gal, right? I want you to imagine yourself strutting up to the bar and demanding a Chardonnay with four ice cubes in it in a plastic cup and I want you to think of yourself sipping it turning to the crowd and then walking out of the bar with shard in hand looking them straight in the eye and telling them to always remember to stay crispy, my friends. Scott Shepard, signing off, 10.44 p.m. post-meridium on a Saturday. Peace and love. See you tomorrow. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepard. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.